Let's get gritty. It's time for the Colorado Great Coaches Show. Here's head coach Steve Hatton. Welcome. We are live from the Yellow Fiber Studios, and it's Tuesday, which means the Steve Haddon Show with the Colorado Grit Hockey Coach. And uh, we are brought to you by Steamway Floor to Ceiling. A special thanks to our sponsor, Steamway Floor to Ceiling, one great company with two great services. All your housing needs from certified carpet, tile, furniture, and duct cleaning to all your interior designs. And needs and wants. Steamway floor to ceiling, conveniently located right here in Greeley with a 4,000 foot square sh- uh, foot showroom. Go visit Steamway floor to ceiling for cleaning and your remodeling needs. Well, just coming off a nice split for, over the Oklahoma Warriors, Coach Shahadden. How's your, how, how are practices going thus far this week? Good. Good, Bruce. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Hey, it was so much fun. You know, the whole KFKA gang was out Friday night and had a lot of fun at the game. And just, uh, you know, the atmosphere was terrific. Uh, You guys lost that one, but wow, what a nice comeback win Saturday. Um, And uh, getting the big win. Uh, So nice to get a split at home. Yeah, no, uh, you know, obviously uh, Friday night I didn't think we played, you know, too bad. That, then the score kind of dic- didn't dictate, I felt, how we played. But you got to remember, that was, that's the defending champions. And, uh, you know, we split with them uh, down in their rink here at the start of the season and their opening uh, banner night. And then, you know, um, I think we learned a little bit on Friday uh, how to adjust. And I really like, you know, just our composure and, and, and you know, the no quit on the Saturday night. I think uh, – you know, we really kind of stepped up our game and adapted to who we're playing, and that's a good team over there. So, um, you know, we can learn from that. They got 12 guys that won a cup last year, and, you know, they're trying to do it again. So uh, it was good for our guys to get that success, and it was well-earned. And, you know, uh, it took everyone like, to go there, and I'll say this, the atmosphere was phenomenal both nights, and uh, it was nice for everyone to have a nice Saturday celebration. Uh, uh, the energy was phenomenal. Nobody left the rink. It was beautiful to watch. Yeah, it really was a lot of fun, a lot of excitement. And, and uh, hey, Coach, what adjustments uh, do you make between a Friday night game and Saturday uh, that obviously you made some terrific adjustments to get a very impressive win? I, I mean, I think you always always recess. You know, obviously when you're playing different teams and there's different styles, right? And um, But I think for me is, you know, your, your players still have to execute. So you can make – I can make all adjustments I want. Um, they, the players have to execute those adjustments and, and adapt and, um, not too many. Uh, we tweaked one or two of the lines, uh, and then obviously just being aware of, you know, kind of their style. They, you know, they're, they, they like to pinch and, and, uh, you know, kind of smother you, uh, which leaves kind of the putting pucks behind their defensemen. So we just did a really good job of managing the puck and making sure, uh, you know, we weren't, they weren't, we weren't getting hemmed in. And, and then from there, we were putting the puck behind their D and making them have to go 200 feet and, you know, that really opened up the ice for us here as well. And, um, you know, we had some really good uh, D-zone plays and, and guys just with really good composure. And I think what I loved to see the growth in our team was the adjustment on the fly uh, off a D-zone draw, off an icing, um, a big block shot. So there were some big little plays that, that add up. And, um, you know, it was a playoff-like atmosphere. It was, pretty, uh, it was pretty intense. There was, a you know, a lot of scrums and some big hits and, uh, you know, a lot of yelling. But, uh you know, it was, it was that playoff atmosphere that our guys, you know, are, are learning and 
um, well-deserved by our guys. Uh, absolutely. Hey, Coach, as the season progresses, are there uh, specific areas of your team's game that uh, you say, man, we, we just we got these six weeks. This is what we're going to really improve on in these next six weeks? I think it's, you know, our complete game. And, and I mean that, you know, from specialty teams to, you know, we want our power play, uh, whatever the situation calls for, we want our power play going, you know, you, you can – we lost 14 one-goal games this year. If you look at the stats, I mean, that's that's not scoring on the power play, uh, to be honest with you. you know, you've, so I think, you know, that's one, one element we want to check off. Um, our penalty kill has been probably our strongest part, especially teams, uh, you know, ranked in the top two in the league, and, and the guys do an unbelievable job of, of buying into that. So kind of taking from our penalty kill into our five-on-five play, um, you know, where there's momentum changes in the game where we've lost that. So, you know, there's kind of three or four things we want to check off in that consistency factor. Um, we're playing some really good teams down the stretch here uh, on the road. Um, so, and just learning as a group and growing. And I feel like a lot of guys are starting to, um, you know, get adjusted and adapted to the league and, and obviously finding within the systems. And so I think, you know, just every day trying to get better. Um, it, it sounds like a cliche. It's not. We're just trying to grow and, and we want to check out those boxes every game. And, and then when things don't go well, we want to learn from them and, and fix them right away. And then luckily when you have all these games coming up, uh, just like Friday night, we we didn't have much time to turn around and, and worry about things. We had to fix it. And we got right back on the horse, and, you know, the guys really responded well on Saturday night, and we got to continue to do that, you know, through this tough stretch on the road. Well, absolutely. And, you know, you have maintained great team morale and, and motivation despite all the close losses, the the youth of your team, many guys uh, first year in the league and uh what are some of the key elements that have main that have given you to maintain that high morale and uh, motivation for every next game, Coach? Well, I, I feel like it's you know yeah you need everyone wants good players and, and we talk about that but you know we're trying to establish and build a culture and that's an everyday thing and we've got really good people you know not they're not just hockey players here so you have good people that are, are here to work hard and, and here to get better and, and here to grow something together. Um, cause we're all kind of doing it together and it takes a village, as we say. And, um, you know, it's been that every day, you know, coming off a rough weekend or, uh, coming off a big weekend like we just had. The guys have never wavered. They're here to work. Um, they're excited to be here. Um, they love the support and the feel of the community. They're really feeling that home, you know, that we're trying to create here and establish. And I feel like, you know, it's been that drive every day. So this week's been really light, you know, especially coming off a win. Uh, the mood's high. Uh, it was a tough series, so there was some guys banged up, but but not too banged up, just some bumps and bruises. And so uh, we have one more day of practice, and then we hit the road here for you know a really tough uh, Brahma's team. Who you know I, I think they're you know, they're pushing to win, um, and they you know they beat Oklahoma City nine to three before they played us. So ah. we've we've got to be ready to go <laughs> and and uh, and make sure that we're you know we, we can't take that night off. It's got to be a learning lesson there, and but be ready to go and and give them a hard time. And coach, in terms of player development and that constant wanting to win as a team uh, with a youthful team, how do you maintain continuing that player development? Well, I think you know you learn through some of the situations. So you know you've got the you've got the skills and the and, and the off ice and the on ice, all the things that you do to, to be a good hockey player and a good athlete. So that's that, that's every day, okay. But then you've got you learn from situational play uh, in games that, that you know just from this past weekend. Uh, you know, where, hey, I thought we played okay on Friday. Uh, a couple bounces went that, that way. Uh, I don't think the score dictated, but how do you not let a young group or a young player maybe waver thinking that it's worse than it is? So just constantly, you know, assessing the situation, 
um, us learning uh, as a group and, and, you know, really dissecting each game and, and in individual guys' games and learning from that. And, and we all learn from each other. Like, you know, someone might go out there and score the game winner or someone go out there and lay an egg, but you've got to learn from each other's mistakes. Um, so when you get out to that, that you know, you're prepared. And, and I think experience is a big thing. So I think that's been that daily constant on the development side of, hey, like, this is what we're going through. This is what we need. And not making it so big and like this big marathon, but just kind of, you know, chopping it up in, you know, a period or chopping it up in, you know, a one-game segment or, or five-minute segments, depending on what we're going through. So just always reassessing and, and just letting guys know where we're at, where we need to be, and uh, so guys can grow from that. And, and guys being coachable has been huge um, and wanting to get better and, you know, uh, learning from – I always say this, you learn from failure more than success. Uh, and anyone I know that's been successful, they failed and then they figured it out and grew from that. And, you know, they never look back and use that experience to – you know, carve out a, a pretty good career or, or business or whatever it may be. And uh, hey, looking ahead to the Brahmas and beyond, uh, what what are some of your game plans with your your players? And uh, uh, do the Brahmas do they have any weaknesses at all? <laughs> they, 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 they you know they're they're well coached, uh, uh, high octane. Um, they're going to play. Uh, they're going to play hard. It's going to be. It's, it's a. You cannot take a shift off against them. So that's number one. Your, the awareness of our guys have to be every every shift is important um, because they look for those weaknesses. Um, they, they 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 compete and they have good and good structure and you know, those big things are huge. Um, and so for us, you know, we've got to be done. So our goal is to kind of slow them down, um, you know, keep them in front of us, type of thing. Not not get sucked into their game uh, and and try to try to manage the puck and, and make sure that we're playing smart hockey and. Um, you know, when we do get to go into a battle or, uh, you know, a 50-50 situation, um, we're on the right side of that. We, some of that, some of that's positioning. Um, so we're just kind of tweaking that and just having that awareness and not just getting excited and going after it. Um, cause they are a savvy veteran team. So, uh, again, we got to manage that, the, the puck and, and the, and with the positioning, but also uh, we got to manage our emotions. Um, cause that'll, that'll be a good challenge for us. And and coach, you mentioned a lot of bumps and bruises, but any in, any injuries that are uh, keeping guys out of this next series? No, so far everyone's uh, healthy. Just you enough and ice and some therapy and uh, some cold tubs don't don't fix. But just a little bit of time here to regroup and um, and then go right back into a hard weekend. So nothing to major, which is great. Um, especially we got lots of hockey here in front of us. We need everybody. Um, it took everybody this weekend, and you know it's going to take everyone here moving forward. So. Uh, luckily, we'll knock on wood on that, and you know, uh, you know, there's lots of opportunity for guys to continue to, to keep growing in the season. Like I said, and um, here's a here's a really good challenge for us, and and see where we match up against a, a really uh, you know well structured good good Brahmas team here. And is this next road trip a bus ride? No, no, we're uh, well. So we we play we play Friday in uh, in uh, in Brahma Land there, Saturday in Brahma Land, and then we actually have to play in El Paso. It's a makeup game because of uh, the top prospects. Uh, when we went to El Paso last time. So we're actually going to, this is a tough one, we're going to you know Fort Worth for two, and then we have to get on a plane on Sunday morning and play El Paso Sunday night. So, oh. Uh, this, will be a, this will be a long one, but we are flying um, you know, all the way through and through, but um, playing two really good teams in our division and, and, and not a lot of breaks. So it's really three games in two and a half days, wink, wink, we say. <laughs> so there's, there's no rest for the weary here. No. 
Not a, not at all. Well, uh, hey, don't, you know, take it easy on the guys a little bit, uh, you know, this, uh, today and tomorrow and, uh, get them ready to roll coach and, uh, anxious that we're going to have on Gavin Bickford, of course, uh, talk some GM stuff, uh, with him, but have a great rest of practice coach and, uh, a terrific, uh, road trips, I guess you would say. Well, thanks. Thanks, Bruce. We appreciate the support, and uh, we'll, we'll look forward to talking next All week. All right. Well, it was a blast being down there Friday, I'm going to tell you that. So uh, uh, looking forward to getting back. So uh, that is Steve Haddon, the coach of the Colorado Grit. And, of course, we are brought to you by Steamway Florida Ceiling. Um, in, a, in addition to their great selection of flooring, uh, Steamway Florida Ceiling carries a wide variety of assortment of cabinets, vanities, countertops, and window treatments to help transform your house into a home. Again, visit their 4,000-square-foot showroom at Steamway Florida Ceiling, conveniently located in Greeley. Uh, We're going to have Gavin Bickford joining us on the Clearwater Products Hotline after these messages. Three point one and thirteen ten KFKA McKinnon Jokic, two of the best Colorado has to offer. Could this be the year for two parades? Hear Nuggets and Avs insight on the Hall Show weekdays eleven to two on one hundred three point one and thirteen ten KFKA. Welcome back live from the Yellow Fiber Studios. It's the Steve Haddon Show on this Tuesday. And joining us right now on the Steve Haddon Show is General Manager Gavin Bickford. Uh, Gavin, great to have you on again. How's your day going? Pretty good. Just uh, sitting here watching practice, actually, and watching guys do skills right now. So um, always good to be in Colorado. Absolutely. So you're down at the Ice House right now. Hey, Gavin, yep. t- tell me this. Um, you know, we were down at the Ice House Friday night, had a blast with the United Way night and uh, KFKA and, you know, just watching the game, getting the atmosphere in. How does the Ice House care, uh, compare to other venues uh, across the league? I think the Ice House is great. It gives us everything we need for these kids to succeed. Um, obviously, our fan support is excellent here. Um, we've had we've had the luxury of had this place rocking uh, all season long. Uh, no matter the results, they keep on coming back, which we can't can't credit our fans enough. So the atmosphere is second to none, uh, especially with this league. You know, there might be some other buildings that are bigger than ours, but even though that ours only holds about a thousand fifteen hundred, we get this place rocking compared if you go down to I don't know, uh, Corpus Christi who they can hold six, seven thousand, but they only get a thousand, so it looks pretty empty. Sure. Right? So uh, our our place is great for our our, our kids and our fans and uh, we love their support. Hey, um, on a on the recent split with Oklahoma uh, Warriors, um as you watch those games and see the performance, is there any adjustments you as a general manager uh, try to make uh, before this upcoming series? Well, I, I think it's more of a mindset. Our our weekend started off a little shaky on Friday night, but our guys had a great response on Saturday night. Um, that's the biggest thing. As a general manager, um, there's not too many moves you can make with the current team right now. I mean, the rosters are frozen. 
um, everything like that. But the small adjustments, like talking with Steve on adjusting line combinations, possibly. Obviously, we made a change in net, went back to Jack Erickson, who's gotten a lot of our wins this year. Um, it was good to have have him have a bounce back game and get back in the win column. And uh, yeah, Jack had a terrific game uh, Saturday. Will we ever? Do we ever see uh, Jack going back to back games? Uh, it could happen this weekend. Uh, we got three, uh, three this weekend. So I would assume, you know, cross our fingers, but I would assume he gets the net on Friday night. Um, if he wins again, you probably put him back in there just because of our travel schedule as well. Because we're going down to Dallas. Um, and then having to get on a plane and get down to El Paso, it would be pretty tough for a goalie, whoever is to play Saturday night, to have to play Sunday afternoon. Sure. Uh, so someone is likely going to have to go back to back this weekend. Uh, I don't, I don't see a goalie getting three and three, but the adjustments of probably someone going back to back or getting at least two of three this weekend is for sure on the horizon. And they are young, Gavin. They are young. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the recovery isn't quite as quite as bad. Even you know, for a veteran goalie, you, you know, in the NHL, uh, that would be unheard of, probably. But yeah. uh, uh, they have youth on their side. Uh, the rosters are frozen, as you uh, as you mentioned. So, uh, how do you uh, approach building and maintaining getting that competitive roster ready for next year? Right now. Yeah, so the biggest thing, even though the rosters are are frozen, we have the ability here late in the season to bring up some of the guys that we have tendered, put on our affiliate list to kind of introduce them to junior hockey. So uh, even though they're not on our current roster, they can get a maximum of 10 affiliate games. So a lot of those guys, we're waiting for them to finish their youth hockey season and then start start playing games for us again at the end of the season. Uh, to get their juices flowing, obviously keep keep our lineup competitive, um, but also get them ready for next year. Certainly. And uh, give our audience and myself uh, some knowledge about the youth hockey season. Uh, when does that officially end? Uh, it's, it's different all over the United States, but, for example, we have one kid signed from Minnesota. Um, his high school season could go as far as the – first weekend of March, but his regular season just got over last week. Sure. Um, he can go all the way to March. Now, other kids throughout the United States playing AAA, you have to win you know, your state, then you have to win your region, and then you go to nationals. So if some of our prospects or affiliates make it all the way to nationals, that brings them all the way to around April 2nd, 3rd. Uh, so those guys kind of get crossed off of coming in and playing games. But if you get knocked out at the early stages, whether uh, most of the country's state qualifiers are over in AAA, but a lot of guys are moving on to regionals, which happens right around that first weekend of March. Yes. So, so Minnesota, similar to Colorado as far as high school schedules, if uh, a young man uh, plays in the state championship, uh, his season is probably over around March between 5th and 10th. Correct. Yep. Yep. And then, I mean, I'll be, uh, the one kid that we have signed out of Minnesota, Lucas Mann, 
Um, his team is a number one seed um, in his section. He's likely to go to state, so we're just kind of planning for him to go to state and pick up some games after his season's over. And and, and Gavin, from that uh, GM seat, uh, what have you noticed about, you know, I, I was down Friday night and I mentioned to Coach Haddon uh, that the, the team has just seemed to maintain a uh, really good morale and competitive nature uh, throughout the season. And despite the losing record, you know, but they lost, I think, 14 one-goal games. I mean, so competitive. Uh, what have you seen about the chemistry? Are, and are, are there any changes that going into next year you say, you know, we need to do this better? Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing is uh, these kids realize how much, you know, we help uh, between me, Steve, Levi, uh, the whole organization, help them try to reach their goal, not only as a team, but as individuals, too. Um, we just had Bowen Burke, one of our defensemen, actually commit Division One to Union College on Sunday, so that's a big achievement for the team. Uh, one of our goalies, Aiden Gerpe, he uh, got called up to the Waterloo Blackhawks in the USHL this weekend. Wow. Um, he's playing two ga- or he's playing the next two weeks up there. Uh, we also signed a new tender for next year from the Pittsburgh Penguins Elite Program. So player movement. I think these guys are all seeing the attractiveness to this not only this organization but this league because. In the end, we do want championships and we want all these wins, but we're trying to take care of the kids too and move them on to their their goals and their next steps in college hockey. So, earning for Bowen uh, or Bowen Owen, earning a Division One scholarship and committing last weekend. That's a huge, huge success for this organization. Oh, that's that's, that's major. Uh, tell us, uh, r- refresh our audience, just how this goes about as you're playing during the season. Uh, how much contact you have, you know, with Division One colleges and uh, upper level hockey teams? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's constant. Whether I'm in a uh, rink scouting, uh, you're usually next to whether it's another Division One team or you're next to another USHL team, they're always talking to me about our players, seeing if they can play there next year or the year after, whatever it might be. Um, I also spend quite a bit of time on the phone with, you know, a lot of a lot of colleges make their recruiting calls on Mondays and Tuesdays, right? So they call and check in, hey, how's so-and-so doing? You think he's ready? Obviously promoting them as much as I can to their um, Division One team or Division Three team, whoever it may be. But I'm in constant contact with those upper-level teams, such as the USHL and Division One programs throughout the United States. And and Gavin, how about the players that are still in a development stage? Everybody's in that development stage, but maybe they're not quite ready uh, to be on a D1 team. Uh, what's the process with those players? Yeah, it, it's still the same thing because most colleges uh, they recruit. Uh, two to three years out. So you, even though you're trying to find that last second commitment to come in next year, for example, even though uh, Burke committed to Union College this week, it doesn't mean he's going to Union, Union College next year. So we still have to prepare him like he's playing another year of junior, whether he's playing for us or he's playing in the USHL, and try to get him uh, to the Union College as fast as we can. Now some of the younger guys in our lineup 
we're also trying to familiar them with the league so we can have some veterans coming back next season. Right. You know, it's, something, it's something that we didn't have as a brand new organization. Uh, we started from scratch and we didn't have any veterans. So we're playing against these teams, especially in the South, that has one player that has already over 100 games played in this league where we we were working with maybe one kid that had a couple junior games. Uh, so I think you'll notice that in our lineup next year and moving forward that we'll have some veterans that have hey played a full season of junior hockey and they get to come back and show what they can do as a veteran. And those schools are going to really start to talk to those kids that are starting to play you know, their 70th junior game or their 100th junior game. Well, you guys are in that that unique position of of blending youth and then bringing back some veteran guys as well yeah. to make the grit as competitive as they can possibly be. Uh, Gavin, with all that said, how have has the grit met your expectations of what you expected? You know, as this first year general manager of uh, this organization. Absolutely. Uh, it's a great organization to work for. Uh, it's nothing but first class. Uh, we get treated, the players get treated with the utmost respect. They get everything they need to be successful in junior hockey. Uh, obviously, we've taken some bumps in the road with our season this year, but uh, I can tell you with full confidence that moving forward, the Colorado Grit are here to stay and be a competitive team moving forward. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, it, it was so much fun, you know, uh, watching the team and, and uh, just so many things that go on within a hockey game. And, and the fan base just seemed to be into it so much. Uh, congratulations to you guys on doing such a great job, you know, this opening season. And I know we have, you know, still six weeks of six weeks to go. But uh, what, what's your goals, expectations of this next six weeks, Gavin? I think the goal is always to, like you say, put a competitive product on the ice challenge win every single game our goal moving forward is to to set up this team for success uh you know getting that win on saturday night makes us want the next one right i we were telling our guys how much different that feeling is when you come into the locker room knowing you got that win under your belt so we want to remind these guys of what that feeling feels like and try to continue to move that these last 20 games or so um and just strive for winning every single game putting a awesome team on the ice for not only the last 20 but next year um, fighting for everything we can earn everything we deserve that's that's going to be exciting to follow well gavin as always it's a, a joy to have you on and thanks for taking that time i'll let you concentrate on the rest of the practice coach Haddon has going on and uh, uh, we're going to steal uh, i know levi weber here for this next segment but uh, uh thanks again and uh just keep it going. Keep it awesome. going with the grit. Thanks a lot, Bruce. Thanks All right. That is uh, Gavin Bickford, uh, GM for the Colorado Grit. And uh, six weeks of hockey left. 
Uh, it's been really fun watching this organization grow, not just on the ice, but all the things they're doing off the ice. And uh, what a great night it was last Friday with the United Way uh, night and, and those kind of things. And again, we're brought to you by Steamway Floor to Ceiling. Uh, a special thanks because they are certainly one great company with two great services. Uh, we're going to be back with the assistant coach. Uh, Levi Weber after these messages. One hundred three point one and thirteen ten KFKA. Can the Bears win the Big Sky Tournament in March? Find out if UNC has what it takes to go dancing. Another Colorado's voice. 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Welcome back live from the Yellow Fiber Studios. This is the Steve Haddon Show brought to you by Steamway Floor to Ceiling. At Steamway Floor to Ceiling, uh, they can help you create the home of your dreams, whether you want to update your flooring cabinets or window solutions, or if you want just to remodel your kitchen or bathroom, Steamway can help. Uh, visit their 4,000-foot square, uh, square foot showroom right here in Greeley, Colorado. And now joining us on the Clearwater Products hotline is the assistant coach of the Colorado Grit hockey team, uh, Levi Weber. How you doing, Levi? Really good. How are you, Bruce? How's practice going right now? It's good. We just got done with some skills, skill work. All the tipping, but it's been good so far. That, that's that's awesome. Hey, Levi, describe the difference to our audience, and um, we've all, we've been there as as coaches. But the difference in the locker room after Friday night compared to Saturday night after the big win. Oh, I think it's been it was great to see some smiles on kids' faces. It's been a while. Um, the music was pumping. They were, they were really excited other than really down, um, gloomy. Um, it was really good to see the boys have smiles on their faces. Yeah. And it's, um, it's, uh, it's impossible to describe that different feeling of, of losing and winning as an athlete, but. You know, we talk about to our athletes about playing for joy, you know, because they yep. love the game so much. But, um, you know, when you lose, it's hard to get those smiles on faces, obviously. Yeah, for sure. Um, winning, winning is a culture and it's hard to build that culture. But once you start doing it and you see those moments like we had this past weekend, it's easy, easier to build that culture. And uh, Levi, tell the audience, remind them uh, just your, your responsibilities and how you work with players and try to develop uh, players at this level so they can reach some of their goals. So I do a lot of the video work with each individual player and as a team, and then working individually on each player's skills and what they need to work on every day through practice, through video, um, through anything else, like on their mental side of the game. Um, that's really my role with the team is helping them and then assisting Steve with anything he needs system-wise, um, practice-wise, practice, um, preparation-wise. That's really my role with the team. Uh, during a typical practice, is there 
a specific time put aside just for uh, player development, or is this done on the ice after after a team practice? So I would say it's through the whole practice, whatever whatever each player needs. But specifically, we set around Tuesdays because Monday they are kind of right after the series. And then Tuesday, we try and get them going and really get player development. Give an hour about player development, just um, doing skills with, with, with each guy. And I have to ask you this. Uh, Levi, is it your goal to become a head coach? Yeah, I would say my goal as a head coach, I think I've been with Steve for so long that we have a good thing going. I love working with him. I believe in what he does and how we work with players. So I think unless anything else changes, I enjoy being an assistant. I like having that relationship with the players. But I think at the end of the day, I think a head coach would be awesome too. Absolutely. I know you'll be ready someday for that. And, uh, hey, hey, Levi, describe just what it's been like to work for the grid organization from, you know, in its inception, uh, just back before it was the announcement came that there was going to be a, you know, the franchise, then, uh, the staff was hired. You went through training camp. Uh, how's your year been? It's been awesome. I think that we have something really good here growing from the start. Um, I believe this organization has been doing everything right from the start. The only thing we wish that would happen is we got more wins and we're really pushing for that playoff spot. But from day one, everything's been really good for on an organizational standpoint. Like the city has really supported us. Um, Bob's done a great job as an owner. Um, really, really buying into the grit, getting the grit's name out there. The players that we have are really good kids. I think we've done a good job getting into that community with the kids. Um, but yeah, overall, it's been really great. How have you guys uh, maintained, Steve, uh, Levi, uh, just to get that top quality kid in? Because every every individual we've had on the air or interviewed or has been down to studio, uh, they've been nothing but class. I think it starts with Gavin. Gavin does a lot of our scouting, and he brings players to Steve and me, and then it's research on every kid of what they did with past teams, talking to the other coaches, and really doing your research into these kids and finding what would be a good fit for us. Uh, Levi, are there any specific players that, you know, from from the beginning of training camp that have you have just noticed such an increase of their uh, player development and their uh, skill advancement? Yeah, I think there's a couple of kids that we've had from the start, like a Merrick Thompson and a Hunter Cookie. Um, other kids that came halfway through the season, that like a Jordan Goodridge and Noah Grolnick that have come here and they've really grown. Um, it was from the start, we really had no junior experience or played in the NHL before. So I think there's many kids here that started with us and it took them some time for sure, but they've really grown to this junior hockey in the NHL league. Hey, talk about Merrick a little bit because uh, familiarity is a Fort Collins kid, yep. you know, and, and one of, I think, nine uh, uh, Colorado players you have. But uh, share with our audience a little bit of his development. Merrick, uh, he came from prep school. 
And coming here, he was one of our first tenders that we had. And defensively, he's a really good skater. He can skate his way out of trouble all the time. Um, and then, like I said, of explaining, his biggest growth is confidence. He has a, he's grown through confidence of playing in this league, and that comes with time. And he's really been able to produce and really help his game. That's terrific. And to see so many uh, Colorado kids just relish in that, in that role of this, uh, this franchise, it's a lot of fun. Not that we don't welcome all the kids outside of Colorado, but that you have that special blend, it seems like, of uh, a lot of uh, local kids, and that's, that's fun to see. Hey, how, ma- you know, how much time do you spend as an assistant coach, uh, Levi, with uh, data and uh, analytics? I would say I would put, I put in, I don't know, probably three or four, four hours a day in after I get done with practice and stuff, just doing video, um, seeing the analytics on other teams, what other teams are doing, and then trying to give our team the best opportunity through that. Boy, that, that, that's something that I've seen even as, as young as you are, you've probably seen such a growth in analytics. Is that fair? Yeah, you can really see everything to where players are shooting on the ice, how many shots they get, their time on ice, um, their goalie save percentage, where they're saving the puck, where they've saved the puck in the last 30 games. Like, you really can dive deep into the analytics, and it's really grown the past three or four years. What one or two things are you guys, you know, really stressing going into this next series? Actually, you kind of have a series and a half with this road trip. Yep. Yep. It's a big series, uh, playing two really good teams. Um, we're really just focused on ourselves right now. Um, playing good hockey for ourselves, having a good forecheck, being disciplined, not taking too many penalties and really playing our game. Well, I'll tell you what, you guys, uh, to be commended on the great job you've done throughout this year. I know you're going to finish strong these uh, next six weeks. And, hey, Levi, thanks so much for taking time off the ice uh, to yep. jo- join us. And uh, we always appreciate uh, talking to you and, and uh, getting your analysis of uh, what's going on with the grip. So thanks so much. Yep, thank you, Bruce. Absolutely. That is Coach Levi Weber, Assistant Coach Levi Weber of the Colorado Grit. And uh, um, he fills a lot of roles when it comes to that assistant coaching job. And again, uh, thanks to Steamway Florida Ceiling uh, for their sponsorship. We're going to take a break, and we're going to be back to wrap up the Steve Haddon Show after these messages. Your home for UNC basketball, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Welcome back to the Steve Haddon Show. 
Uh, man, thanks for Coach Haddon uh, for taking time off the ice. Uh, actually, he may have been on the ice, but uh, for his time. And General Manager uh, Gavin Bickford for giving us uh, the inside on the club. And, of course, Assistant Coach Levi Weber, all three joining us on the Clearwater uh, Products Hotline. They had a very impressive split with the Oklahoma Warriors, and uh, and now they head down south at uh, Dallas and to, I believe, El, El Paso as as well this coming series. But, uh, hey, if you're out and about tonight, uh, here's some uh, girls' basketball games uh, to take notice of. The high school playoffs start today, so there's going to be some, some terrific games. Uh, games, girls' games today, boys' games tomorrow night. We'll uh, have some more coaches on the air tomorrow and uh, get some of the uh, outcomes from tonight tonight's game, and then preview some of the boys' games tomorrow as well. Uh, Platte Valley travels over to Highland. Uh, the Broncos and Huskies face off in state playoff action. Brush at Frontier Academy. Timnath travels to Strasburg. Cole Ridge uh, visits Eaton. And uh, Bertha goes to Jefferson Academy. George Washington comes to Windsor. Fort Collins uh, heads to Highlands Ranch. And Thompson Valley heads to Green Mountain. Stay tuned for the whole show. Uh, More CSU talk and Northern Colorado. We love you out there.